And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Do you remember what Jesus, Jesus said to us? If a man loves me, he'll keep my word. And my Father will love him and will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings. He that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and I'll manifest myself Manifest myself to him. Oh, 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 oh. He that keeps my Tell me, do you love? Do you love the Lord? Do you really love him? Oh yeah. Tell me, do you love? Do you love the Lord? Do you really love him? Do you really love him? Tell me, do you love, do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? Ooh. If you love the Lord, you will go where he tells you. If you love the Lord, you will do what he tells you. If you love the Lord, you will give yourself to Him. There is no greater good to do than to love the Lord. Oh, it is. Tell me, do you love? Do you love the Lord? Do you really love Him? Do you really love Him? Do you love the Lord? He that hath my commandments, he that keeps my commandments, he it is that really loves me. Tell me, do you love the Lord? Do you really love him? Oh yeah. Do you love him? Do you love, do you love the Lord? Yeah. Oh, oh, it is. Tell me, do, will you go where he sends you? Will you do what he tells you? Oh, do you love him? Do you love him? Will you obey him? Oh, will you go loud? 
Tell me, do you? Oh, I love you, my Jesus. I will go all out. Ooh, yeah. Tell me, ooh, I like you. I want to, I want to serve you, Lord. I want to love you, Lord. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. Tell me, do you love, do you love the Lord? Even if my, you, you love the Lord. Ooh, tell me, do you love, do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? Ooh. Me and my put hands together for Pastor Virgil. The word of God says that the word is a lamp unto our feet and also a light unto our path. So we've come to the, impo the important aspect of the service where the light and the lamp is preached unto us. So this morning, BMI, we have praise. We have also worship. Our heart is prepared to receive the powerful, the sweet word of God from my father in the ministry, God's servant, Pastor Chris. So why don't you rise to your feet and help me welcome the evangelist, the prophet, Pastor Chris! Let's celebrate the presence of the Lord. He is here, the Holy One. His presence we adore. He is here to worship Him. He's such a sweet reward. He is here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed? Amen. Praise the Lord. Lift your hands to heaven. Let us worship the Lord, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. Amen. Jesus is the center of our worship. And we give all the praise and the adoration to him. We love him because he first loved us. And we worship him because he is worthy of our praise and our adoration. Give us a D, sir. You are beautiful beyond description. To marvelous for words. To wonderful for God. Nothing ever seen or heard Who can grasp your infinite wisdom? Who can fathom the depths of your love? You are beautiful Majesty and on One more time. You 
We give you glory, we give you praise, we give you adoration. We welcome you in our midst, Holy Spirit, to speak to our hearts, to touch us, refresh us. Energy, we pray. 
energy to run the race, energy to complete the course. In the name of Him who called us, He ordained us, He who sustains us. Praise you where you're standing. Let the poor say, I am weak because of what the Lord has done for us. You are Alpha, you are Omega, we worship you, O Lord, you are worthy to be Omega, you are. 
Praise His name. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Let's clap our hands as praise to the Lord. We give Him the highest praise. We lift up the name that is above every other name. Hallelujah. You may be seated on top of your enemies. I want Jason to join me quickly. I just want him to also bring greetings. We bring greetings from Ghana where we were blessed and privileged to visit on our annual conference 
You know, past uh, doctors go for annual training or workshops. Lawyers also go for advanced training and workshops. So also pastors must continue to be going for workshops and training. We attended the powerful pastors conference. And um, before I say something, just bring, uh, Jason also brings greetings. He was the one that went with me. So you can just bring a greeting and say maybe what was a powerful lesson to you on the journey. Amen. I bring greetings all the way from Accra, Ghana. What a blessing it was to travel and be alongside my father in the ministry and just to help and to serve and to observe and to learn more importantly. We were blessed to attend the Give Thyself Holy Conference 2022 and the theme was Bishop Dag spoke on how I came to be anointed and he explained and gave us several keys on how he himself came to be anointed and throughout the conference there were many prophetic decrees that went out and one more so that stood out for me was that one day everyone that was attending the conference and all those who were watching online will too have a conference in which you will say how I came to be anointed. Amen. So it was a blessing. I was so privileged to be alongside my father. He is a board member for the Give Thyself Holy and he's on the board with Bishop Daggio at Mills. He represents Cape Town. He represents South Africa when we travel aboard. And it's when you enter into these fields with these great men of God, everything becomes somewhat different. You know, immediately I noticed when you arrived at the airport, they have such high respect and you just realize how great your father and your pastor is when you see him travel and move. Because when we arrived at the airport, we got off the plane and we were traveling along with um, other ordinary people that was also just going to the country. But as soon as we hit the ground in Accra, the city, and we got off the plane, immediately there was people waiting for our father, my father, Pastor Chris. And they stood there and there was a fleet of vehicles uh, SUVs, big ones, big SUV, black vehicles that was coming to greet him and to bring him from the plane into the VIP section of the airport. So he collected him and they wanted to push me aside because they didn't know who I am. And then I, then I just said, no, 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 but that's my father. And then they looked at Pastor Chris and said, is this your boy? Because you know, sometimes people can just lie just to get to move with... Um, just to, 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 to get through. And he said, no, this is my son. And I was fortunate to go with him. And I've been traveling a little bit now, but I've never yet gone through a section of the airport that's only for VIPs or for really important people. Because not anybody, an airport's really big and there's many ways you can go through, but there's a special entrance for presidents and for really, really important people to go through. And not just anybody can go through there. But that day, because I was with my father, they took us through where the president himself goes through when he arrives at the airport. 
And I was so blessed to see just the way in which we were honored, treated, and again just realized the greatness of my father and our pastor that we have here in, at Breakthrough Ministries International. Then also while we were there, we, I met a lot of great men of God from all around the world, and I met different people from different countries. And one thing they said so many times is that they so happy and they're so blessed to see the progress of the church. And when I heard them say that, I was wondering, you know, because they were telling me everything that's happening here. And many of them has not been to Cape Town for a really long time. So I was wondering, wow, you guys know everything that's happening. And they said, they like, they, they're really happy to see the building. They're really happy to see this. They're really happy to see that. And it got me to realize that, you know, there's people from different nations, different countries, different parts of the world that is seeing the greatness that is happening here at Breakthrough Ministries and the greatness of our father and our pastor that we have in the ministry. And I was so blessed just to be there, just to also represent Breakthrough and to be following my father and just to learn so much. There was so much and there's so much that I can say, but time won't allow. But I was able to enter into doors that I wouldn't be able to go through if I wasn't a son of Pastor Chris Ross. There was another section when we were at the university, and I'll close with this, is that after the conference, you know, there's a, it's a huge auditorium with over 5,000, 6,000 people. And after the conference, there are different areas where different people are allowed to go into. But there's a special area where those who's some of the closer pastors, the board members, enter through. So they don't walk again with the normal, when the service is over, they don't just go out the door with the other, with the people that's attending the conference. No, but they go through special doors and they go through special areas. And once again, I was so blessed to travel along with them because I just said, I'm his son. Whenever they asked me, who are you? Because they didn't know who I was. It's big, great men of God, you know, bishops from different countries, pastors with mega churches from all around the world. And I said, no, I'm his son. And, and I had his backpack every time I was walking. And if they said, you can't go. But I said, no, but he needs his iPad and his laptop. And I said, I'm just here to carry his things. And then they would allow me to go through as well. So we would go through certain doors, enter to certain areas. And once again, none of these things would be possible if it wasn't for my father and my pastor in the ministry, Pastor Chris Ross. So I was just blessed to travel and to be with him and to see and to observe so much. And it was a real great blessing to be there. And we're happy to be back. And we're excited for what God has in store for us and for our future. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Well, he gave you just the carnal aspects of the visit. I will give you the spiritual aspects of the visit. Amen. But I think it's just uh, possibly the amazement at the levels of honor that we experience when we visit uh, my pastor and what he has managed to inculcate into his members. Something I'm also trying to do with you is to show you what honor is like. So I think Jason, obviously I've been going there for 11 years by God's grace. Jason was probably very 
amazed at the type of honor that was shown. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful to show honor because honor is a very godly principle. Heaven is full of honor. Amen. So, we've learned so much. Again, every time we go, we learn. You can never think there'll be a year you go that you don't learn something. But today I want to, and I can't say everything today. I'm not here to tell you what I've learned, really. I think that's for me personally. Um, but wherever I go, or however high I go, that's the degree that my sons and daughters will go. Amen. So the higher I go, the higher you go. Yes, if you are part of the body and you are connected, then wherever I go, you will also go. Do you understand? So, two of the great things that came to us very strongly is that you must be connected. You must be connected. You must, if people ask you, where are you from? You must be able to say somebody's name. Jesus used John the Baptist when they asked him, by what authority do you do these things? The name he mentioned in his answer was, first tell me if John was from God or not. Then they didn't know what to answer. Then he said, I also won't tell you by what authority, but the name he used in the answer was John the Baptist because I went under John in the baptism. So when people ask you, if you're not a visitor, I'm talking about BMI, you can fortunately say Pastor Chris Ross. It must be a human name. Don't say God. Everybody says God. <laughs> so that was one of the great thrusts, the opening thrust of something we have been taught or something that was emphasized. Number one was your relationship. Number two was your works. Your works testify of your fruit. Amen. Your anointing will show that you have done something. You can't speak of anointing if there's no works to prove it. Jesus laid a great emphasis on works. Yes. And you will know anointing by the works. Sometimes you are amazed that the pastor speaking to you might not have all the razzmatazz that other vibrant, uh, charismatic pastors have. But you see, the works are big. That is the sign that you should test the anointing. Not by, not by words, but by works. Because Jesus said, if you don't believe the words I say, you have to believe the works I do. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> you must believe the works. So Christians, to all of us, it is required that our lives must produce fruits, works, that will show that we are followers of Christ. Amen? <coughs> For me today, I want to share a little bit with you of what I received, and I trust you will be blessed. Depending on the degree that you believe that I am your servant, God's servant to you, depending on that degree, to that degree you will receive. Amen? Because one of the things God spoke to me about was and showed me 
through the visit to Ghana for the week was the, the frequency of the prophetic word that goes out over the people. And by that frequency, the people receive so much because of the humility to believe in the servant of God that stands in front of them. It's amazing. Amazing. We were honored to meet the man with the biggest church in the world at the conference. This is a thousand-seater church. That man has a hundred thousand-seater church. A thousand times this walls together. You can't think it, can you? Cape Town Stadium seats 65,000. This man church seats 100,000 people. We were blessed to be very close. <laughs> but this is the mar marvelous thing. So this morning, as I preached to you a very short, powerful sermon, I will make a lot of prophetic declarations. Some of you, it will go over your heads. Some of you, it will go by your sides. But some will receive it. I was listening to a man of God who said that he told his people to, to tie, he gave them shawls, shawl, shawl. It's the right word, the ladies wear it. Yeah. He, he called it anointing shawl. And he gave it to one of his sons. I wasn't sure in this message if it was his biological son or his spiritual son. And he said, use it as protection. And he believed the man of God. He said, Ethiopian Airline 357 crashed, broke in two. All the passengers died. Only one survivor. The son of the man who carried the soul around his body to say, I will not die before my time. And I realized these people with a hundred thousand seated churches. You see? You can say a lot. You can criticize the prophets. You can criticize. But the works. The works. And it is a sickness amongst our colored people. We talk a lot. But we got nothing to show. May that not be your story. May what you say. Be proven by the evidence. Faith is the evidence of things you haven't seen. Hallelujah. Something you believe. And eventually you will see it come to pass. So the Lord said to me, speak more over the people. And those who believe, they will receive it. And hastily, quickly, they will move into higher realms of glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So if you have Bibles, quickly turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Quickly. Above all, taking the shield of faith, 
wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the devil. Hallelujah. Of the wicked one. I repeat, above all, Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus and, and telling them how to defend themselves against the enemy. How to make spiritual warfare. But he said, above all, you must have a shield of faith. Hallelujah. I call this message the shield of faith. And with this shield, you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. May the Lord bless the reading of his word and the preaching thereof. Hallelujah. How many of you know that any child of God will be targeted and attacked by the enemy? It's so easy to call people to repentance, but it's not easy for them to stay with the Lord. Specifically because they are targeted by the enemy. Now you see, the enemy shoots fiery darts. Can I tell you something that will surprise you? A dart is not meant to attack many people. A dart is specifically aimed at one person. And you are that person that Satan is targeting. The church by and large is in a warfare and we lose many soldiers in this battle. Many soldiers fall by the wayside. That's why if you can endure, you have done well. But the weapon to endure is the shield to block off every fiery dart of the enemy. <clears throat> Hallelujah. You must have faith. <clears throat> and I've explained to you some weeks ago what faith means, but genuinely you must believe in God. Believe in something higher than what you see. Believe in the supernatural. <clears throat> Believe that God will come and intervene on your behalf. Believe that although you can't make things happen financially, <clears throat> by your connections, by your family, but by God's intervention in your life, things will turn around for you. You must believe it. And as you believe it, you exercise faith. Hallelujah. And even as the enemy shoots a dart at you, believe by faith that you are blocking it now in the name of Jesus. And that was why a soldier in the war had to have the shield. It's a shield of faith. Hallelujah. It will block every arrow targeted at you. Satan targets those who cause trouble for him and is now planning and scheming how to attack you. But don't be afraid when you see that fiery dart coming in your direction. Glory to God. Because <clears throat> faith will block the arrow that's targeted at you. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. The Bible calls him the father of lies. He's a liar from the beginning. 
and he's the father of lies and he's also a failure. The devil is a big failure because he lost his place in heaven. And sometimes when you are attacked, you see, because the dart is made personalized. The person sitting next to you is not going through the same problem as you. Now that's, that's not what a personalized attack is. A personalized attack is it's only for you. Do you understand? So you wonder if there's something wrong with you. No. There's nothing wrong with you. The devil is lying to you. But your faith will block this personalized attack. Hallelujah. I predict your victory. Yeah, my prophecies are starting. And I predict the end of that attack. Maybe there's somebody sitting here and you've been attacked for a while and this thing has arrested you. I predict the end of that attack from this day forward. It comes to an end. Receive it in Jesus' name. Your faith in God will turn the situation around. Hallelujah! Faith is the key that will change everything in your life. We must believe God. We must believe God. Hallelujah! Glory be to God. Now, number two. Faith will not just block the darts, but it will put out every fire that the enemy plans for you. The enemy has a lot of tactics, strategies, wiles to attack your life. <clears throat> but you are using today the shield of faith. Say amen. amen. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 33. The chapter of faith is the chapter called Hebrews 11. Everybody say Hebrews 11. It's the whole chapter. It speaks about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, so many great men. And I'll give you something short before I continue. Dr. David Ayedopo, somebody I'm listening to a lot now, he said that all these men that were great in faith, the main thing about all of them is they heard the voice of God personally. Yeah, that's the secret to great faith. You must have access to the voice of God because when God says something, nothing can block God from doing what He has done. If God said He's going to build a big church here, you, there's nothing that can stop it. And then your obedience to that word from God is your faith in God. Hallelujah. And God said to Abram, get thee out of your kindred. He heard the voice of God. God came to Moses and said, go to Pharaoh. Say to him, let my people go. Yes. You will be to him like a, to, to Pharaoh you will be like a God. And Aaron will be your mouthpiece. So he knew if he does it, it will be so. And God said to him, take this people forward. He said, Lord, but there's a sea. A red sea. He said, I know, but I said, take them forward. And the sea departed. And the Israelites went right through. If God said it, it shall be so. 
You must just believe it. It shall be so. By faith. Hallelujah. Look at this. These are the heroes of faith in Hebrews 11. Who through faith they subdued kingdoms. They wrought righteousness. They obtained the promises. They stopped the mouth of the lions. Glory to God. They quenched the violence of fire. <clears throat> they escaped the edge of the sword. <clears throat> Out of weakness, they were made strong. They waxed valiant in fight. And they turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Praise God. It says, <clears throat> they quench the violence of fire. Now in Daniel 3 verse 20, we have the story of Shadrach, the three Hebrew boys, Meshach and Abednego. They were thrown into a fiery furnace. And the king, the, the, the people that were jealous of them were hoping that they would be torched, scorched by that fire. But you know the story. Their faith in God caused the fire not to harm them. Hallelujah. Faith in God will also stop the violence of fire in your life. It will stop it. Today we also have a threat of the violence of fire in our modern lives. Armed attacks are everywhere. In South Africa, you're not safe anymore, but it's not just South Africa, even in America. There's always a violence of fire. Armed robberies. Innocent looking people are heavenly armed and ready to kill you. In the olden days, you were of, we had to be afraid of animals. Today you must be afraid of people. Today human beings are much more dangerous than animals. There's a sign on the end to near uh, Netrech. They say, if you have a flat tire, don't stop here. Keep going. So there's no wild animals there, but there are people that live there. But by your faith, it won't happen to you. You will stop the violence of fire. By your faith, your house will not burn or catch fire. You will not die by gunfire. I prophesy over you. I've just come to prophesy this morning. By faith, the violence of attacks of armed robbers and murderers will not work on you. Your skin will not burn. No bullet will enter you in Jesus' name. Receive it. <clears throat> the bullet will miss your heart and every vital structure in your body. Terrorists will not find you. Armed robbers will not enter your dwelling. 
The eye of the evil one that seeks to destroy you will go blind before he gets to you. And the plans to invade your house will fail. How many of you know that before people break into your house, they plan it before the time? They study your place. They look for something. One morning I woke up and I realized thieves were in my house. Because the door was open, but they didn't steal anything. The door was open and my fridge door was open. They were hungry. But I'm sure they didn't just come to steal the polony from the fridge. They had other intentions. You see, but because it's a modern fridge, it has an alarm. You see? So after you leave it open for a while, it starts to remind you, please close the door. And they thought it was somebody speaking from above. Yeah. <laughs> so I found it strange that they have entered. I saw that the doors, of, the back door was left wide open. They were inside. <laughs> At the Poloni and whilst they were considering stealing, a voice spoke to them. Thieves will enter, but they won't take anything from your house in the name of Jesus. Yes. Your property will not burn down. Even if a fire starts in your house, it will be put out in Jesus' name. Armed robbers will kill themselves before they kill you. Before they get to you. This is how Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego escaped the violence of burning by fire. Because by faith, the Bible says they obtained the promises of God. That God would deliver them. What is the promise of God? That God will deliver you from evil. God promised to deliver his children from evil. <clears throat> and believe this promise. God will deliver you. You will escape every attack. And you will not die before your time. Because you believe in God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> the attack of the enemy is to remove you from the earth as soon as possible. Before you can be meaningful and fruitful to the Lord. But every violent attack to remove you is now made null and void in the name of Jesus. You will cross 70 years with ease. No, you will cross 80 with ease. In Jesus' name. You will love to see your children get married. I prophesy it over you. You must believe. The word of God. If you want to live long and experience divine escapes. Say divine escapes. 
Penny Hinn tells of the day that his airplane crashed. And he was the only, him and his wife were the two only survivors. The pilot died, small private airplane. He dusted, his wife had a broken arm, but he, nothing was wrong with him. Hey, I tell you, when God's angels go with you, nothing shall befall you. A thousand shall fall at your right hand. Ten thousand shall fall at the other side. But it shall not come nigh you, said the Lord of hosts. You shall go through the waters. It shall not overtake you. You shall walk through the fire. You shall not be burned. Receive the prophetic declaration of the Lord. Hallelujah. You must believe the word of the Lord. You will be unburnable like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And may the fire that burns everyone be unable to burn you. May the violence that plagues South Africa not plague you in Jesus' name. And the gun that is pointed at you may it misfire. Misfire into the air. May you be faster than your enemy. May you find a hiding place from the heat, the fire, the violence, and the terror. You are granted a divine escape by fire and from any demonic surprise. You will escape in Jesus' name. Receive it. Hallelujah. What do you need? You need faith. Take your seats. You need faith. Keep developing your faith. The Lord is speaking to me and I'm understanding the importance of faith more than I ever did. Yes. Because I wanted to know how can certain men do certain things and the Lord said it's by faith. Everything is by faith. You must believe God. With God, all things are possible. All things are possible. So believe Him. And you will experience greater things in your life. Amen. How do, we, how do we enter into the realm of faith? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word. Keep listening to preaching. Keep listening to teaching. Don't just listen to teachings on the subject of faith. No. All types of preaching and all types of teaching increases your faith. Amen. Number three, I'm almost finished preaching. Today I said I've just come to prophesy. And may the Lord help me to always prophesy over you. Because the plan that the enemy has for you will be cancelled in Jesus' name. Now number three, faith will shut the mouth of all the lions in your life. Now I take you to Daniel. First, go to Hebrews 11, again, 33. This is our main scripture. Hebrews 11, 33. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, and stopped the mouth of the lion. Hallelujah. You know that Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. Your Sunday school teacher or your school teacher taught you this, isn't it? 
but through faith. According to Hebrews 11, all these things were wrought by faith. You see, Hebrews 11 makes it clear. Hebrews 11 takes us to the whole Old Testament and says everything you read there was accomplished by faith. <laughs> he stopped the mouths of the lions. And this is what's going to happen to you as well. Those who think you are doomed will be surprised to see you coming out untouched and unharmed. <clears throat> you will emerge as a champion in your church, in your company where you work, in your business, and in your community. It's just by my prophecy that I'm saying it over you. You don't have to understand how. You don't have to understand when. Just be like a child and believe it. And it will happen for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Daniel was preferred. The king chose him over all the others. Daniel. Daniel was preferred. He could reveal visions and dreams. And he was preferred. Now, whenever you are preferred, let it be known to you, if you didn't know this, this is not spiritual, this is normal. Whenever you are chosen, then jealousy comes against you. Whether God chooses you or somebody chooses you, whether you are, there's a promotion at work and you get it, let it be known to you. The arrows of jealousy is waiting to shoot you down. And because Daniel was preferred, the people were not chosen. They conjured up a plan to bring him down, to murder him, to kill him. And they made up this thing about if you don't worship Baal, you will be thrown into the lion's den. And they thought their plan would work. But they did not know that Daniel was connected to a higher being. Hallelujah! You will also be preferred soon. People will choose and they will see you and say, you must come. Dr. David, I heard the I told you I was listening to him now recently. Listen to the names I listened to. I'm connected. Why did I listen to him? Because my father, Bishop Dag, says he listens to him. So I'm also listening to him. He said one of his sons went for an interview for a job. And while they were interviewing him, they said, no, 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 no. Stop this interview. You. Come sit here with us on the panel. Help us to interview the next group that's coming in. <laughs> you already have the job. Help us to interview the others that must get the job. I see you find favor where you will go. You will find favor. I prophesy. Now hold it, hold it, sit down, sit down. I want to tell you something. What is the date today? The 14th. I want you all to remember this date. When Pastor Chris came back from Ghana, 
And he almost like foolishly came to say he's prophesying. Alright? I want you to remember and I want to hear the testimonies that will come from this prophetic service. I said you will be preferred in the name of Jesus. And you will go for an interview and they will say we don't need to talk much longer with you. Sit here and help us interview the others. Now sit down. Many years ago, I, I, I just finished my high school and I went to, to work. Because I didn't have aspirations for much then. I just wanted to finish. And as I was in high school, my boss had to interview people for a job. And at one stage he got tired and he called me and he said, listen, just take this paper and read the questions and write down because I'm tired of the interviews. And I sat and interviewed the uh, uh, And then one person who came, he was a school teacher where I didn't finish education, so he, he needed a job. So I asked him, but why are you here if you're a school teacher? He said, no, he didn't finish. He didn't finish, so he has to. And then I asked him about being a school teacher. And, being, and then my short interview with him made him put a seed in me that said, you need to go to university. He told me, if, you, if you've ever been to university, you've missed a large part of your life. It was like the Lord placed me there for this man to plant this. I'm interviewing him, but he's interviewing me. And that day I made up my mind, I'm not going to work for this company anymore. I'm going to go study. Because I always wanted to be a teacher. And then he told me, you have to pursue I mean, he came for a job, but he's now telling me what to do. You have to pursue this thing that is in your heart. So I realized God, he'll find you. You can't hide from God. He'll find you wherever you are. Jonah, you might not want to go to Nineveh, but God will find you. And you will, prefer, you will be preferred above others. Glory to God. And God will elevate you. But with the elevation comes the mouth of the lions. Aye. Daniel 6.28 So this Daniel prospered. Listen. <clears throat> when you are preferred, you will prosper. And I see you also prospering. You will prosper. David Ayedepo was saying, he asked God, when will he prosper? And God told him, the only way to prosper is by seed sowing. He's the richest pastor in the world. Listen, he said in 1982, God told him, the only principle for prosperity in the kingdom is Genesis 8. As long as the earth remains, there shall be seed time and harvest, summer and winter, spring. Yeah. He said, sow your seed. You will never lack. It's the richest pastor in the world. Nigerian, not American, not British, the poor country of Nigeria, because he believed God. And he started to sow seeds. So I can't tell you anything else. 
concerning your prosperity. Start to sow your seeds and you will also prosper. But let me stay here with this. Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius. Do you see him prospering in this verse? Daniel 6, 3. Daniel 6, go to verse 3. It says, Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and the princes because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. It was the prosperity of Daniel and your prosperity that will cause people to plot against you. Are you hearing me? Look, if you stay poor, nobody will bother with you. But as soon as you start to prosper, the people will plot against you. Learn from Daniel. They had meetings to discuss Daniel. They even had meetings that excluded Daniel. How many of you know that people are talking about you and you're not even there? I'm telling you the truth. Truth is universal. Truth works in Nigeria, in Ghana, in South Africa, and in America. People are having meetings and your name is on the agenda. They murmured and they grumbled against Daniel. <clears throat> he was rejected of men and he was an outcast. Daniel 6 verse 4. Daniel 6 verse 4. Then the president and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no occasion against him. And their hatred boiled over and they threw him into the lion's den. But I prophesy that none of the conspiracies of men that was against Daniel will come against you and be successful in the name of Jesus. The men who hated Daniel, they were more wicked than lions. If they could have eaten Daniel, they would have. They threw him in the lions, then they wanted him dead. Even the lions didn't kill him. So the men are more evil than the animals. Their hearts and their mouths conspired against him in a vicious cycle of hatred and murder. But by faith you will escape the conspiracies of men. I prophesy that every meeting that has been held about you and against you will turn into confusion. Every decision that has been taken against you at the meeting that you were not present in will not prevail in Jesus' name. By faith you will overturn, overcome and override malicious and malevolent decisions made against your life. Just as Daniel escaped the conspiracies, you will escape the ill will of your colleagues and your hypocritical friends. Not all friends are true friends. Some friends are just friends when they're in your presence. When they go away from you, they are hypocrites. They say something else. But their plans won't work. The mouths of the lions are stopped right now by faith. You are escaping the hatred that has grown against you because you are preferred. 
Or you think people will just like you because you are preferred. <laughs> you make a mistake. But you will have the upper hand. Even when you are surrounded by lions. God will give you a divine escape. God will shut the mouths of the lions. And they will not harm you in Jesus' name. My hungry lions never destroy you. Even in your most vulnerable state. Whenever you go to buy chicken at hungry lion, remember my prophecy. May the hungry lion never destroy you. In Jesus' name. Because they are, you, are, you will be thrown into the lion's den by the evil conspiracies of men to see your downfall. If I begin to tell you the story of my pastoral journey, you will understand that people that were with me, they didn't want to see me being preferred. But God will shut the mouth of the lion. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Faith is what you need to shut the mouth of the lions around you. Keep developing your faith. Faith will really help you. Amen. Faith is your secret weapon. It's your secret weapon. People ask you, but how? You say, I believe God. It comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Now my last point. My last point as I close. By faith, I'm talking about the shield of faith. You will block the fiery darts. No fire will burn you. And the lions won't eat you. Do you believe it? It's a prophetic message. And lastly, you will emerge out of your weakness by faith. All of us have weaknesses. But I want you to read again Hebrews 11.33. I'm explaining to you that this is the main scripture. Hebrews 11.33 and 34. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. 34. Quenched the violence of the fire that we've already covered. Escape the edge of the sword out of the weakness they were made strong. Out of the weakness. Put it in the NLT, Mr. Projector. Let me just see if I can get it there. Uh, yeah. Their weakness was turned to strength. By faith. By faith. Now, if you don't know something about Daniel. As much as Daniel was this great leader in the Babylonian Empire, Israel was taken captive, so all the young men were there in Babylon. Daniel was preferred and he was prosperous because he could give the king certain descriptions of his visions. But Daniel had a weakness. Do you know what this weakness was? I don't even want to say it in the church. It's too graphic. Daniel was a castrated eunuch. Now you, you might not know these words. It means 
his male organs was cut off. Okay. Let me bring it home. You know when you go to the to the to the one doctor. What do they call it? SPCA. Then you bring your dog for injections. Then they say, don't you want to have the dog castrated? Because when the dog is castrated, then they, they don't have too many puppies running around with sicknesses. And you understand. So they're always trying to encourage you. Have the female spayed and have the male castrated. Bishop Doug said one day when he visited his wife, when she was still his beloved, he came into the yard where she was and a huge, big bull mastiff came running. <clears throat> and then he ran out by the gate and closed the gate because he was afraid of this big dog. <clears throat> then his wife said, no, 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 no. Come in. He will do you nothing. He said, what? Look how big he is. And she said, no, he's got no power because he's been castrated. <laughs> now, let me tell you something about why they did this in the olden days. They castrated the males <clears throat> as a form of stripping them of their Desire. Yeah. So they could do work like bathing the queens. Queens never bathed themselves. The males used to bath them. But it is dangerous to let the male bath a naked woman. Yeah, because of the male's desire. But once you have been castrated, <clears throat> there's no more desire. I'm giving you history. So it was a normal form of uh, punishment they used in the days. But let's look at Daniel and his castration. You cannot imagine the day of his castration when his male organs were cut off with a hot, sharp iron. the bleeding and the pain. It wasn't like our hospitals today. There was no major anesthetics, no drips to lie on. Eesh. The pain as Daniel was converted into a weak, impotent man without sexual urges or feelings. And from this low point of weakness, Daniel was made strong and emerged as a national hero second in command in the whole country of Babylon, the empire of Babylon, and is remembered in Hebrews 11 as the hero of faith. And many people today have chosen to name their children after Daniel. How many of you know a Danny boy? Or a Danny? Or a Danny? They all are named after this great hero. But most of us have some weakness. Is it true, ladies and gentlemen? But I prophesy today through faith. 
you will escape from the effects of your weakness in the name of Jesus it will seem as though you have no weakness maybe you are sick with a chronic illness some things are unexplainable and some people are given a sickness which is chronic but by faith your life will be like someone who has no illness by faith you will emerge out of your weakness maybe you must take medicines every day maybe you are here you take injections every day just like daniel the bible says in hebrews 11:34 out of weakness they were made strong i see you becoming strong even though you have a weakness in jesus name and people will start to want to be like you can you believe it they will pray to be like you you will be surprised when people want to be like you you will cross 70 with ease despite your chronic illness and you will attend the funerals of those who seem to look more healthy than you because in your weakness you will find strength maybe you divorce through no fault of your own and you may despise yourself because you are divorced but i've got news for you you will emerge out of this weakness just like daniel <clears throat> you may see yourself as being incompetent incapable or unqualified for ministry through that weakness strength is coming into your life in the name of jesus maybe you're not divorced but you have a terrible marriage most marriages are not nice bishop dag was teaching on marriage a lot in the conference and he said 90% of pastors have bad marriages he should know he has three he has about 4000 pastors under his care maybe you have a terrible marriage here today but out of that weakness you will also emerge with strength in the name of Jesus people will start to admire you and desire to be like you they will even describe you and your marriage as an ideal marriage and they will say they want to be like you what is it that makes you different it is your faith in god though things are not working the way it should but in by faith you will become strong let the weak say i am strong let the poor say i am rich because of what the lord has done listen my friend it's not over till god says it's over it's not too late for you you might be down in the gutters and you might feel weak You might feel that you have no strength. But this morning God sent me to prophesy. You'll be lifted up. People will admire you. They won't even know about your weakness. You'll be praying for sick people although you have a chronic illness and the Lord will bring healing into the midst of them. You'll be counseling divorced people although you come through a divorce. Stand to your feet. 
And now, Virgil, let the weak say, I am strong. Lift your hand. Let the weak say, Because of what the Lord has done for us. And let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. Your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. As I was preaching and prophesying, you say, Pastor, I need that word. That God can turn my life around by faith. Every fiery dart, every fire, every lion, every weakness is turned around for you today. In the name of Jesus. Miracles are about to happen in your life. And you will bring the glory to God. Because He alone is worthy of all our glory. And all our adoration and all our praise. Maybe you are here today. You say, Pastor, pray for me. Pray for me. I'm going through something that in the natural I can't see it turn around. But by faith, if it's true what you say, then God can do it for me. Then God can do it for me. I want to pray for you. I want to release on you an anointing for miraculous turnaround. I have it with me that anointing and I will impart it to you maybe you have come here this morning somebody invited you but you're not yet saved all the good things I spoke about today is for those that are born again you can also become a child of God a son of a human being is a son of a human being a son of a dog is a son of a dog. But the son of God is a son of God. And the inheritance of God is for those who are children of God. All the blessings of God are for those who are children of God. Maybe you're not yet a child of God, but this morning you want to be a child of God. You want to follow God. You want to serve God like so many in this place do. I want to pray for you. If you want me to pray for you, put up your right hand. I will pray for you. You need Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life. I will pray for you. 
If your hand is up, just come and join me in the front on the blue carpet. I want to pray for you. And if you are here and there's a weakness that's crushing you down by the prophetic word that I speak today and the anointing that I carry, the miracle will come to your life from this day forward. You will testify about it. And the people will know that God is real. God is real. God is real. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Let the wind say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. And now, let the wind say, I am strong. Let the wind say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. Now, I first want to pray for those who want to receive Jesus as their Savior. Then I will pray for the others. Everybody here, repeat after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I, am a sinner. I am a sinner. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my, sins. I'm sorry for my mistakes. I'm sorry for my mistakes. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a child of from God. This day forward. From this day forward. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Wash me. Wash me. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. Receive me. Receive me. As your child. As your child. I receive you. I receive as you. my Lord. As my Lord. My master. My master. My Savior. My Savior. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Wash me. Wash me. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. Thank you. Thank you for saving me now. For saving me now. I confess. I confess that you died for me. That you died for me. And that you rose from the dead. That you rose from the dead. For me. For me. That I can live. That I can live eternally. Eternally. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than hundred percent. It's a secret. It, it is Pastor Chris Ross has nicely explained one of the secrets. He has nicely explained. He has nicely explained.
God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.